Hey, I'm Megan. And I'm Caroline. And this is The The Songwriter Diaries. The podcast for songwriters by songwriters. Hello, we are talking with (laughs) Bailey Elora today. Um, Why don't you say hi and kind of just tell us about yourself? Um, hello. Um, (laughs) Yeah, um, I'm 19 and I've been songwriting for... I don't know. Um, <laughs> uh, I do a lot with Youth on Record. Um, mm, I'm a awesome. a platinum music ambassador with them, so that's fun. Um, cool. I do a lot of my own shows now. Um, I I tend to do a lot of shows just at random places at random times, just spur of the moment because if it's paying, I'm like, that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Getting paid as a musician. Oh, yes. Awesome. When they feed you and pay you. Oh, oh yeah. That's oh. the best. And a drink ticket. Oh. Two drink tickets. Oh. My parents love that because I'm not quite yes. 21 yet. So they're like, okay, I'll take the drink tickets. Yeah. You can go over there. That's I did a gig where they, they paid me. I did 15 minutes. They paid me 200 bucks and there was a taco bar. And I was like. That's. Yes. Everything. Where was that? Uh, I think it was, like, for a poetry thing. Um, dope. Yeah, they contacted me, and I was like, they were like, 200 bucks. And I was like, okay. And I was like, it's going to be, like, an hour. And they're like, no, no, it's 15 minutes. And I was like, hell yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> and I got yeah. there, and there was tacos, and I was like, yes. Yeah. Tacos. Yeah. Down. I'm so sad. My boyfriend's in a band, and he just turned 21. But before he turned 21, he was playing a show, and I stole his drink tickets. And it was great, because I didn't get any drink tickets. Oh, it's the best. You need to find those people. We're just people that don't drink, you know. Not that us. Too. We're alcoholics. <laughs> we're not. Just kidding. Just kidding. No, we're fine. We have no problem. There's yeah. no Baileys in this. No. There's I actually. I don't have champagne in my orange juice. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um. Yeah. Do you consider yourself more of an artist and performer, or more of a songwriter, or a mix uh, of the both? Kind of a mix, because for a while there, I didn't really songwrite, and that well, like I did, but I didn't. They weren't good. Um, <laughs> they were just trash. You know? That's how we all feel. Like, yeah. first boyfriend broke my heart, and I wrote a really awful love song that will never see the light of day kind of thing. And then it wasn't until, like, um, I think I was 16 when I first wrote um, my first single, and that one was the first song that I was like, hey, I actually want people to hear this. Yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, I feel like that's a good age, though, because yeah. there are songs I wrote, like, last week that I'm like why did I write that that was so bad oh yeah (laughs) oh for sure (laughs) it's like that that will never see the light of day ever so would you say you would rather here's a question would you rather be a songwriter for other people or would you rather perform other people's songs Ooh, um I recently I'm starting to get into writing for other people, but Ooh, I just love awesome. performing so much that I'd probably and I I'm I'm partially a cover band when yeah. it, cause it it's a good paying gig in between. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. But it's like you have to just find the songs that connect with you, so it's kind of depends. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Do you usually play solo or with a band? Um so I do either um with me and my guitarist or um me and my band. And so it just depends on who's working and who is not, mm-hmm. and then we go from there. Nice, nice. Cool. When you do play, like, what kind of covers do you usually do? Um, we have this really badass cover of um, Devil's Backbone by the Civil Wars oh. um, that my um, my bass player now, he used to be my guitarist, but he's now my bass player, 
um, Jeff Orweiler, he did a beautiful arrangement of it, and the dynamics in it are just phenomenal. So that's, Ooh, we kind of go with that style. Um, we do a bit, little bit of like, um, so Creep, um, oh, yeah, Radiohead, classic, um, classic. Zombie. Mm. Um, the cranberries. I think, yeah, I think right yeah. now we're starting to learn um, Pretty by the Cranberries, which is oh. like my all-time favorite. Yes. Yeah. I'm 90s music. Grungy 90s music is like my favorite cover. That's amazing. Yes. Yeah. That sounds like a lot of fun. What does your songwriting process look like? It depends on who I'm writing with. Um, so right now I'm writing an EP, and so like every song in the EP has been written in a different way. So I have one that I'm working on um, on my own now um, because the there was some issues with the, the co-writer, so I'm rewriting a piece of it. But that one, we, we wrote it, he just started playing, and he was like, sing. And I was like, I'd never done that before, and so it ended up turning out really good. And then um, there are times where, like, my poor guitarist ready. Um, <laughs> I'll come up with a melody in my head, and I'm like, okay, this is what I want to do. And he's like, well, this is in a really weird time signature. And he's like, but let's figure it out. So that's that's often um, most recently how I write, but okay. I I really like um, just having someone play something and just winging it because it it's often a more um, organic like song for me I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you play any instruments yourself? I don't actually. Um, I tr- I'm trying to learn piano and guitar, but it's not going very well yet. <laughs> it's a very slow process. It's a process for sure. Yeah. So yeah, definitely. that always surprises people when I tell them that cuz they're like, "Wait, you write music though?" And I'm like, "Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Just no instruments." Yes, <laughs> but you have a good team to back you up. Oh yeah. I bring awesome. it to them and they're like, "Well, okay, we're going to figure this out." So it's that's really awesome. nice. Yeah, that's really cool. They probably should tell me no more. But <laughs> but that where's the fun in that? Yeah. True. <laughs> True. Um I had another question that I had to go with that. Oh, do you, so, usually, do you find melodies first, or do you have, like, lyrical ideas first, um, usually? More lyrical, um, for me, um, because melodies, like, I'm real picky. I'm like, wow, that's awesome for somebody else's song, and then I hear, like, something that I wrote, and I'm like, wow, that's trash. And so, I'm, like, real critical of what I write, so it's the lyrics I tend to like more, um, because I started off doing poetry, and so... I kind of like the way that you can paint a picture with just words, nothing else. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's awesome. What themes and topics do your songs tend to gravitate towards? Um, well, it's funny, because so, like, I've never really had my heart broken, like, really. Like, I've mm-hmm. had people that have, like, disappointed me, but I've never had my heart broken, <laughs> and yet all my songs are like, ugh, you crushed me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so it's, like, heartbreak, and then um, that might also stem from my love from Shakespeare, Mm, I, I took a Shakespeare class my junior year of high school, and I had the coolest teacher. She's, like, super duper just out there, and she's awesome. And everyone's like, she's a weird teacher. And I was like, no, she's awesome. <laughs> and so I started learning about Shakespeare, and so now, like, the first two songs I have out are both uh, inspired by Shakespeare's Romeo and Juliet and then oh. Macbeth. Oh, cool. That's so, awesome. Yeah. Is God. that what they're called? <laughs> so the first one is called Must Have Been the Roses, so that one's a... Uh, based on a line from Macbeth, and then um, the second one is Tragedy, so it's uh, Romeo and Juliet. There's a lot of the different wording in there. Oh, cool. I think we pulled a line, um, my my co-writer and guitarist, Freddie, he pulled a line during our bridge part, I believe. That's that so the, cool. Do you, yeah. like, kind of market those songs as inspired by Shakespeare? Cause um, I do at shows. Sh- okay, cool, yeah. Yeah, it shows. I'm, I, uh, for my first one, I was like, if, I'll give, like, 
something to anybody that can figure out what Shakespeare play this is inspired by. No one can ever guess that one for Must Have Been Roses because you think, oh, Roses, Romeo and Juliet, love. You don't think mm -hmm. murder. Yeah. <laughs> murder. So, yeah. Oh, that's, yeah. That's really cool. Um, so, actually, yeah. Do you, <laughs> our next question was, do you play solo with a band? But obviously, like, yeah. usually with a band. <laughs> that's really cool. I always play solo, so I wish I, like, yeah. had, like, you know, as a solo person, like a backing band. That I I enjoy doing solo stuff. Like I can, I have them record tracks for me, and I just play with those. But oh, okay. it's it's more interesting to do a band. Yeah. Cause feed off. Each yeah. Other. It's definitely fun. Freddie makes a whole ton of weird faces when he plays, and so I think it's great. Yeah. <laughs> um, so you have some singles out and everything. I do. Um, how do you prepare for the studio as a songwriter, as a singer, as a band leader? Um. Honestly, we don't do a lot of preparing because a lot of right now it's um that I have so much going on from this year that we just really want to get an EP out. So we're just like nice. recording like anytime we possibly can. But mm -hmm. I do know I always have coffee. It's <laughs> always there's always coffee or like tea or something. Um, because the studio I record at it's Youth on Record Studio. Um, oh, and it's nice. just right near Santa Fe, and so I normally go over to Molecule Effect, grab a coffee, and then head to the studio. I love Molecule. Mm -hmm. favorite. Yeah. Some of the best coffee in town. Oh, yeah. Sponsor yeah. us. <laughs> uh, their, their chai is, like, the perfect mix of sweet and spicy, and so I'm like, okay, cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it's, we do that. Um, sometimes we'll, like, run through it a couple times beforehand, and we'll just kind of, like, listen to it, like, so many times it gets annoying, and then we're like, okay, we're ready. And I think that's really just it. We don't do a lot of preparing. We probably should, but we don't. <laughs> do you do live recording, then, or do you record instruments separate and then vocal um, over it I think I like live recordings better um as of right now we're just doing um just piece by piece mm -hmm. but I do I do have certain songs that I think um sound better live so I tend to to record those ones that way um I think it's nicer it's got a little bit more of a like a it's live and so it's, yeah. it's got a different feel to it yeah it's yeah. like the authenticity is yeah really you can there. be playing the exact same thing as you did in the studio and it still sounds 10 times better live yeah just because it's live yeah, yeah. So. i agree because you you know you can make eye contact with your bandmates oh yeah and really see you you know where each of everyone is mm -hmm. kind of feed off the energy yeah it's so true yeah i think live recording is really underrated oh yeah it's hard. It's hard. That's probably why. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because over with overdub, you know, you can get, yeah. get the perfect uh, tempo and everything. Yeah. You can, you know, record, yeah. record vocals again and You again. can't fuck anything up in a live recording. No. Like, true. there's no, there's no <laughs> forgiveness. You just have to do it yeah. all together all over again for 20 more times. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Until you find one that you're like, it's not perfect, but it's good. It'll do. <laughs> yeah. Um, I tend to get things like... Everyone says it's weird, and I didn't know it was, like, a weird thing that I could get things on, like, first try yeah. often, and they're like, that's really weird. Most people don't do that, and I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. And so I think it's just because, like, I'm not thinking about it, and so I'm just like, yeah, let's do this. Mm. And so I like live recordings a lot, but I often feel like my vocals are better in live recordings. Yeah. I don't know what it is. You get the vibe of the yeah. band in yeah. the back. You're, like, you. into it. Oh, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. I think, yeah, there's something to be said about that. Um, here's a hard hitting question. Oh no. <laughs> Why do you write songs? Oh shit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a, oh, that is a hard question. Um I kind of write songs just I've always done music and music has always been the thing that like really spoke to me, but 
mainly because I tend to ramble when I talk about my feelings. And so you can't ramble in a song because mm, it's, yeah. it's laid out there. It's solid. And so it's, mm-hmm. I think that's kind of why I write. It's an easy way to, well, not easy, but like it's an easier way for me to put how I feel and different things out there in the world. And it's also one of my favorite ways to tell stories. Yeah. That's so like, because not all of the songs I write are definitely like about me or about how I feel. Um, a lot of the time it's just like, I just wrote a song about sirens. And so I'm like, definitely not me. And so yeah. I just like the, the storytelling aspect. And I like, I like people being able to just sit down and listen to something and know exactly what I'm feeling. Mm-hmm. That's so cool. Yeah. yeah. It's a great feeling too when you have people come up after oh, yeah. a show and they're like, you know, you, you could have written a song about butterflies and they're like that just really touched me yeah and, like I totally heard my grandma that, <laughs> yeah. like, you know and you're like this it's is about just... a monarch <laughs> yeah. like, not about one grandma. of the one of the first times I performed uh, my song must have been the roses uh this girl um it was for a youth on record event I was getting a warden or something and um she was talking with my uncle and she's like this is such a beautiful song I just went through the worst breakup of my life this is totally how I feel and mm-hmm. I was like that's awesome. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I didn't know anybody would relate to this. Yeah. That's great. That's, That's a great so feeling cool. as a songwriter. To yeah. Have that validated and know that you're actually impacting people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what are your current goals in the music industry? Oh, um, I think it's kind of just to get out more original music right now because it's just recording is expensive. And mm-hmm. so it's like I have to make this worth it. And so I want to put out more music. And then kind of writing with more people. There's like my entire EP, almost all of it is um, I have another artist with me on a song to yeah. Because I wanted to to incorporate. I wanted to to show the different artists of Denver that I'm friends with and that their styles of music and mix them with mine. Um, I guess like an all time goal. I would love to play a festival, like a big festival. Like Lala just happened, and I was like, I need to be there one day. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah, I just mingle. Just to be able to live off my music because I don't want to work. <laughs> yeah. I want to do something that's like not, doesn't feel like working for me. And so I'm mm-hmm. like, I want to live off my art. Yes. Definitely. is difficult because the music industry is cutthroat. Yeah, for and sure. There's definitely a favorites game in different aspects of things. And so it's a little hard. Yeah, for sure. So you do mainly co-writing then. Do you yeah, have any mainly. recommendations for that? Because I I struggle with co-writing a lot of the time. Yeah. Uh, Megan's one of the only people I've successfully co-written with. So. <laughs> I go with the flow. <laughs> I think uh, a friend of mine, I'm like one of the first people that he's uh, co-written with besides his band. Um, we wrote a beautiful song. Um, but I think it's a, you got to go into it without any expectations other than we're going to write a song. Because mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of people, it's the co-writing, they, they overthink it. And they're like, okay, well, this other person, like, I need to have it all ready. And so that never works out for me. So I just kind of go into it. I have, like, a list of, like, I write down a bunch of my favorite lyrics at the moment. And I give it to them. I'm like, okay, which one kind of, like, speaks to you, whatever. And if they're not feeling any of them, I'm like, okay, play something that you're feeling right now. And I'll write to that. It's kind of just a, no expectations, just really chill. You definitely have to be um, comfortable with the person. You have to, to know that they're not judging you, but they're probably as freaked out as you are to be writing with someone else. Yeah. But that's probably my biggest advice for that would be just to, to be chill about it. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. That's good advice. Yeah. Do, have you ever top-lined? 
like gotten a track from a producer or anything and then just sung over it? And yeah, um, I did some work with um, Mike Word. Um, he is a phenomenal musician, lovely dude. Um, and so he he messaged me on Instagram. And he was like, because I met him through Youth on Record, and um, he messaged me and he's like, hey, I've got this song. Uh, do you want to come in and sing on it? And I was like, sure. And he was like, okay, I'll send you the track. And then the track just never came through. And so I was like, well, we're just going to go and we're going to see how it goes. And so I got there and he's like, yeah, the track wouldn't go through, but here it is. And he, so he gave me 15 minutes and then I just sang. And so that was like super duper interesting. First time I'd ever done that with like a beat or anything, but it was, yeah. it was super cool. Yeah. Oh, nerve wracking, but cool. Yeah, that oh, sounds sure. very stressful. Yeah, fifteen minutes. I would have like, cried probably. Yeah, I was I was a little stressed. I was like, okay, I just gotta put the headphones on and I gotta write. Yeah. I was like, what sounds good with this? Yeah. <laughs> so he's he's sitting over there having a good time chatting with everybody, and I'm just like breathing yeah. heavy. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. I mean, I think it turned out okay, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it probably turned out great. Do you see yourself staying in Colorado or definitely awesome? I just yeah. I love Denver. It's so expensive to live in, so I haven't quite I haven't moved out here yet. I'm like an hour outside. Oh, okay. So, cuz I live in Keensburg, little tiny oh. tiny town. Oh. Okay. Lots of fields. <laughs> uh, first time I took one of my friends out there, he was like, "Are you going to murder me?" Cuz there was just so much empty fields. Yeah. There's a city and then there's nothing. Yeah. And so I do want to stay in Denver. I eventually want to move here. Um, because I just, the, the way people are here is just so chill. Like, um, especially for one thing, like you can run into like a really big musician out on the streets and they're like, Hey, and they'll chit chat with you. And they're totally cool with it. And like in any other city, they're like, why are you talking to me? Leave me alone. And so mm-hmm. I think it's, it's interesting that Denver is just a chill city. The art scene's pretty cool. Yeah. Definitely the coffee shops, man. I'm just, <laughs> again, coffee. Yep. It's thing. definitely a priority. Life revolves around it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's true. Caffeine. <laughs> it's a real addiction. <laughs> well, um, I think it's that time in the podcast where we get to listen to your song. Okay. Yes. Um, why don't you just tell us a little bit about um, the recording and maybe the process that you went through recording it um, and what it's about. All right. So um, I found out I would be um, playing for Westward music showcases here and so my dad who's also my manager and like my uber because I still can't drive (laughs) um he was like okay you need to put out a song for westward and I was like okay and he was like okay get started and so we had like two weeks to write and record this entire song and so I was like well I have this idea and so my guitarist came over to the house and we like I think it was like around lunchtime or something we just sat down we're like okay I sang it to him, and so I sang the little bit of the chorus part that I had, and I was like, this is my idea for it. And so it's um, it's called Tragedies, and it's about Romeo and Juliet. And so the it's kind of like talking back and forth. So my verse, which is the start of it, it's, um, we're not, um, we're not Juliet and Romeo. And his verse starts with the reverse of that. And so it's kind of like a conversation about people... You really want it to, the reason why you're ending and you're, you're no longer together is because something tragic, like it's a big deal, kind of like rom-com kind of thing. Yeah. But in reality, that sometimes things just don't work out mm-hmm. and that's just life. And so that's kind of yeah. what it's about. And the, with the recording process, we kind of just uh, went into the studio and um, we recorded the guitar and then we added on vocals and 
we did a lot of um, layering and changing things, and we spent many a late night at the studio eating, like, cold McDonald's, and yeah. <laughs> it was it was a really fun song to record, and it's, it's like, my baby. I love it. Aww. Yeah. Yes. Yay! We always tend to have, like, this metaphor of songs being, like, children. Oh, yeah. Yep. So I love that you just said that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't want kids, but I'm like, I'll... Music? Yeah. Hell yeah. 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 Like, you're going to have, like, 50 kids. Yes. You know? Yeah. You're, like, writing it, and it's, like, a little fetus song. <laughs> yeah. And then you, like, and it finish grows. it, and it's, like, born. And then, like, a year later, it's, like, walking a little bit. <laughs> you know? It's, like, it can go off on, to, like, yeah. its own now. Definitely. Yeah, it goes off to college. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. People often think that, like, you write a song and you're done. Like, no, no, no. Like, that is my child. Mm-hmm. I'm going to revisit that song all the time. Ooh, yeah, God. for sure. Definitely. All right, well, here we go. We're going to listen to tragedy. We try to be tragedies, but we're emergencies. Got nine tattoo on the heart. Drinking propane, got a fire to start. We want to be Julian, Romeo, but that's not how our story goes. No daggers inside. We try to be tragedies, but we're emergencies. Why nine one one tattooed on our hearts, drinking propane, got a fire to We're not Romeo and Juliet. Let's not do something we'll regret. Without you, there's nothing left. We try to be. The melody is stuck in my head for the rest of the day. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> Way better than that, but. So know. good. And yeah. like your higher parts towards the end with the vocals. <laughs> yes. My like face is really disturbing right now. <laughs> we, were, we were winging it in the studio for that. Oh, it was like, it. we went in and we were like, we have no idea what we're doing for harmonies. We're just going to throw Bailey in the studio. <laughs> That's like, so Thanks, fun. guys. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so good. 
Well, thank you so much. Yeah, thank you for, for having, having me. On oh the my gosh. Yeah. yeah. It's so much fun. Yes. Get to meet so many new people. Mm-hmm. Um, Everyone, yeah. go check out Bailey Alora on Instagram and Spotify. And That's Facebook. your tag, right? Just <laughs> yeah, Bailey Alora. Perfect. Awesome. Um, thank you again for yeah, coming thank you on. For having me. Yeah. Yes, it was a pleasure. Um, and this is uh, us signing off. Bye bye. Bye bye. <laughs> <laughs>